what is up, dude? We're talking about the dirtiest NBA players today. Uh, All right. And- you might, you might, well, maybe I shouldn't munch on pizza. I mean, this? it sounds it sounds it sounds pretty terrible. So just like uh, <laughs> I oh did, God, um, I'll wait, I'll wait. So for those of the those of you listening at home, Stephen just had a great windfall of delicious, tasty food arrive at his doorstep right before this as a surprise that he was not anticipating. And yeah, now so he's now going to I have to have... use self control and not eat it while we record this. So this one might be a little no, shorter because I bet Stephen wants to eat more than he wants to talk. Yeah, and I, uh, uh, but I agreed to do this beforehand, so, you know. Um, I'm a man of my word. <laughs> yeah, and, and I still have soda, so I can drink something while we're talking, right? Well, and, you know, you could probably eat the pizza, just, uh, just let me know when you take I'm a bite so that, I can, so that I can talk a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, oh. I can eat while you're talking. <laughs> yeah, the only reason the only reason that I know that it's terrible to eat on a podcast is because I did two that were taste oh, testing. Did we did taste testing podcasts. And so all you hear is people chewing the entire time. <laughs> oh Jesus. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna wait. Okay. Anyway. I mean, I don't care either way. It's the it's really the it's really the listeners that have to suffer through it. Well, of course, I'm not going to, I'm, I, I, I've decided I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to drink some soda. But anyway, let's get on to the topic. All right. So the dirtiest players in NBA history. It, what's funny, I was telling Steven before this, uh, he's like, I wonder if we could even come up with like enough dirty players. And I thought of like just five off the top of my head that I went online and started searching like the dirtiest players in NBA history. And all five of them appear on or pretty regularly appear on like the like blogs that people have written about yeah, like the right dirtiest after, players. Right after I suggested the topic, like boom, 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 three players came to mind, you know? Well, and, one and thing I was to, like, huh? One thing that I noticed that I'm not huge on is like these are all just like really famous people on a lot of people's uh, like I have a, I have at least one or no, I have two people that I want to talk about that I'm like, they weren't good. They're not like great basketball players, but I hate them. <laughs> you know what? I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, like I can't stand James Harden because he travels, but, um, well, well maybe we should just, dis- <laughs> uh, it's weird that you say that maybe we should discuss what we think the word dirty means. Traveling's not yeah, dirty, is it? I know. I, yeah, dirty is different than can't stand. So okay, 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 fair. Yeah. So I'll start off. Dirty. I'm gonna, gonna start off with like the what I imagine are ones that people normally talk about. Uh, Bill mm-hmm. Lambier. Gonna start off with Beer Lambier. Why I think Bill Lambier is a dirty player. Whenever I see okay. highlights of Bill Lambier about like historical thing. I never watched Bill Lambier play live. I mean, I don't even know yeah. what his career was, but he just seems like one of the biggest douches in NBA history is the reason I think that he would be on my dirtiest players list. There's never a time mm. like I'm okay. If somebody is defending themselves against someone else and I'm okay. If somebody's you know defending funny? their teammate, but if you're just like trying to cause a ruckus, I, I don't like you just play the game. No, no, seriously. That's why. That's why nobody likes Bill Lambier, because he basically. I'm not gonna say all he did was be dirty, 
But like that was a big part of he was basically a goon out there. You know? Wait. And so everybody remembers him because he was trying to hurt people. You know? Yeah, I, I've I've literally never looked at Bill Lambier's stats ever, uh, but it doesn't look like he was that great. So he essentially like a goon like for hockey, he's just like the and, intimidator no, for exactly. them. That's 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 what I meant when I said goon. He's the guy who is was the enforcer. But Charles Barkley said he usually got his ass kicked. You know, <laughs> Bill Lambier did. Yeah, it's oh, Charles okay. Barkley was like, I don't know why they talk about that guy like he was so tough. He never won a fight in his life. Well, it's weird too because like there's this because of the bad boys Pistons era he gets to be mentioned a lot like i almost wish that the pistons would have never won any championships although it's kind of good because it adds to the mystique of michael jordan's story right like oh he yeah. had to go through the bad boy pistons to get to the top like watching like some of the, the jordan rules are, are like a very common thing that they talk about with coach uh chuck daly and how they would like he never gets to enter the lane i don't know like i'm happy like i i you know how like they always are saying, not always, you know how people are saying now like, oh, it was so much tougher back then. I'm like, I don't know what's tough about hitting somebody that's in the air. Why is that like a tough, you know, it's tough no, well, playing defense well, and not gotta, letting someone get past you. I got to disagree with you there. It was tougher then. Because they're all out of shape because they're smoking a bunch of cigarettes. Like what was uh, tougher then? Well, <laughs> well, if you just look at the physicality of the game, I wouldn't like, say I wouldn't say I don't agree when they say they played more defense back then, because like Bill Simmons says, the tape doesn't show that. But but they were more physical. There was a play when. Uh, um, now, this was a dirty play, but this is a classic dirty play. It was Kevin McHale. And Kurt Rambis. <laughs> and he clotheslined Kurt Rambis and started a fight. But, yeah, I, I don't know. But that, that's kind of my point. Like, okay, so cool, it was physical. They weren't, like, good. And I don't think that's what we're legislating here. I don't think we're trying to decide, like, what era was harder to play in. But... I that it actually speaks of volumes to how, how it, it speaks volumes to how it wasn't that hard. Like if what's hard is playing defense, playing defense and not allowing someone to get by by you, that is hard to do. Just knocking someone over, clotheslining them, or hitting them—that's not a difficult thing. Well, to that, do. that's why it pisses people off, though. Alex is that they were like. Um, Isaiah Thomas's argument is that all the Pistons did, because he was their leader, he said all they did was take all the rules and use them the way they were allowed to, you know. And he says that every other team was allowed to play physical except the bad boys. And Kenny Smith made a good point. He said... You can be a physical team. You just can't wear it on your chest. And you guys wore it on your chest like a badge of honor, you know? I don't know. I'm not, like, overly impressed with anyone on the Bad Boys Pistons. Like, I know 
and really Bill Lambier being the main Isaiah? example. What about Isaiah though? Oh, sorry, sorry. What I mean by that is like impressed with them in like a physical type of way. Um, like I thought, like, so for example, Dennis Rodman just is a great you basketball player Rodman. who loves to go up and try to get rebounds is going to do whatever he can to, he's going to do whatever he can to worm his way around people uh, from he them boxing would, him out. He also would, would be basically had no problem wrestling with people onto the basket. That's part of what made him such a great rebounder. So it's not like this team, the bad boy Pistons, didn't have talented players. They just were dirty on top of it. And it just so happens that Bill Lambeer is the one who I think is the least the least bad boy of them. Uh, It's like you said with Charles Barkley, he never actually, Bill Lambeer never actually won a fight. Um, Yeah. And Bill Lambeer, I think, is the example of them, of the bad boy Pistons at their worst is probably the best way of saying it. Yeah, he's probably the most hated uh, Piston. Who? Who uh, who 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 do you want to talk about first for your uh, your bad boy? That sounds well, so we weird. Already Tell me who your bad Bill. boy is, Stephen. Yeah, what? <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. Uh, who's who's your one of your dirtiest players? Did you just make uh, a weird joke? Yes, I made a weird joke. Yeah, I was like, uh, what? Anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, so. Um, we already talked about Bill Lambeer, and so I was thinking about some other players. And you know who else? Bruce Bowen. Oh, that was he was one of the ones that I thought of too, Bruce Bowen. Yeah, everybody in the league said that guy was dirty. And he was like, he would like kick you in the face and then be like, what? I was just playing defense and it's like you mother you know like was he actually good at defense i feel like you'd know that better than me even though i watched a lot of lakers he was good at defense and he was a good corner three-point shooter but it was like come on man like you're dirty as hell you know do you have like specific examples of of times that he crossed the line i can't remember there was one time he like undercut Vince Carter and Vince Carter got really mad and went after him, you know? And, uh, and he was kind of like, he was, he was ready for a fight right after he did what he did. Cause he, he, it was like, he knew that Vince Carter was going to get mad, you know? Gotcha. But he was like, he would have fit in with the bad boy Pistons just fine. And oh he was a goon in a less physical era. So, dude, I'm, I'm so I'm watching the video. He, he uh, it's Bruce Bowen on the heat. It looks like going. Uh, he was the guy who popularized the step under the shot. It looks like. Well, that is that is called undercutting someone. Gosh. Oh, I thought you meant like Vince Carter was going up for a dunk and like he did that like no he like he like dude. went up for a dump shot if i remember right i'm glad that I'm, I'm sure people love that i'm watching this right now but screw boost bowen man no he's a piece of he was a piece of shit like he um uh he really was how lame so Oh, and then Vince Carter finally, yeah, he did it a bunch of times to Vince Carter, and then Vince Carter finally goes after him. Oh, my gosh. Screw that, dude. 
And like this kind of reminds me of like to uh, maybe a lesser extent because I don't know how many examples we have oh, of this, but geez. Zaza was another person that I thought of, and Zaza, obviously he stepped under Kawhi, as as Skip Bayless calls him, Zaza the cheap shot. But this is just man. That's there's there's a lot of of Bruce stepping under people. Holy cow, man! Like why would yeah. you do that? Yeah, well, because he's a, because he's dirty. Like, why did dirty play? What do you think makes someone dirty? be dirty? Like, what? Like, what is the psychology that leads to dude, someone like? Dude, I'm gonna get rid of this guy because he's kicking our ass. Kind of thing. <laughs> so I imagine that it's because they finally get to a level where, like, they. One thing that gets lost in all of basketball is like. Every single person in the NBA was at one time the best somewhere, whether it was on their high school team, their college team, or even in the NBA or like in their oh, country yeah. or wherever. I wonder if it has something to do with that. Or like Bruce, Bruce Bowen finally got to the level where he's not good enough to just get by on his talent. So he's dirty to, to have some kind of edge. So maybe that's like him... Uh, a Bill Lambeer type, a Zaza Pachulia type. You can categorize, essentially you could categorize dirty players by um, tr- one, people who are trying to just get an extra competitive advantage, and then those who are trying to make up for their lack of talent at whatever the level they've arrived at. Right, right. Or And then a third one, a third one being people who are just dicks, like people who are just bad people. So you have like these three categories that these people can fall into because yeah. like John Stockton is like another person that I just from like, he was dirty, but he was a great player. He was also good. Like, so I put him into like that, um, just trying to get that small competitive advantage. And then there's people who are like, um, who would be like someone who's just like Charles Oakley. I feel like Charles Oakley Charles is Oakley an example of someone who's just a dude, dude who wants to fight. He kind of was a goon, but Bar- Oakley was like that big giant guy that sets picks that knock you out that you don't want to mess with, basically, you know? He, so he seems scary. He was the enforcer when he was on the Bulls, and then he went to the Knicks and was the same exact thing. Man. Because he, he, was, he was Jordan's favorite player when he was on the Bulls. Yeah. Because Jordan said he was my guy. If somebody tried to mess with me, basically, Oak would like fight them, you know? <laughs> like, and see, the reason that I like Oakley, though, as like a dirty player is because I feel like he could back it up. Like, any fights that I've seen of him, he seems to be handling himself very, yeah, very well. No, no, seriously. He's like, like I said, he's like the dirty player that you don't want to mess with. Like if Shaq had decided he wanted to, excuse oh, me. I got the, I, I, I got this. Um, the other thing too, just looking at Charles Oakley historically, it seems like he gets in fights pretty regularly, which yeah. I guess isn't a huge yeah. deal. There go. I'm just going to watch these videos more. I, I'm going to have to mute you, Steven, while okay. you're chit chat. Um, Explicit results filtered for Charles Oakley. I'm sorry about that, Alex. Oh, no, you're fine, man. Um, I'm just looking up and just filling the time talking about Charles Oakley. 
Um, I mean, he, he also got arrested as a spectator too, which was total BS. But the fact that someone was intimidated enough by Charles Oakley to suggest that's like bringing the security Dolan, in to protect him, like uh, Charles Do- yeah, or no, James Dolan. That's oh, I just burped. But LOL. oh my god, um, this, is the, this is the best podcast we've ever done. <laughs> did did that? Did that? Did you hear that really loud? Um, I didn't hear it, but you also announced it. So even if like we didn't hear it, you announced that it happened. I'm not editing this out, by the way. We're keeping all of this in for people to listen to. Whatever. Uh, A guy just, you know, delivered my meds and then I burped my soda. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. So um, anyway, so... um, uh, we were talking about Oakley. Oakley, yeah. So, so Oakley got kicked out of uh, Madison Square Garden by James Dolan, who called security and everything. And everybody agreed that it was like a grimy move on Dolan's part, basically. Oh yeah, it was. It was like that he had a, that he had one of his best players ever, one of the most popular Knicks ever thrown out of the garden you know it just did not look good for him and spike lee is not going to Knicks games anymore until dolan is not the owner i believe like it's crazy and spike lee was like upset about it because he spent over 10 million dollars easily he said on Knicks tickets and stuff you know over the years, he said, I've only spent over $10 million, you know, on on Knicks stuff. Like, the Knicks fans don't come any bigger than Spike Lee, you know? And so, Charles Oakley, he is someone that is terrifying, obviously. He looks like someone who can handle himself. I want to talk about different, uh, a different type of person. I want to talk about the people who have no business, sort of like Bill Lambier, but even more so, like, at least... Billy and Beer was like 6'11 and kind of like an intimidating looking dude. Like he 6'11, 250. Somebody like Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller, I'm not a huge fan of. And like when I was reading up on, on this, like there's like, yeah, he invented the leg kick out to Reggie try to Miller, draw fouls. Here's the thing about Reggie Miller, okay? He would do anything to win, including cheat. He, as great a shooter as he was. And it looked okay. like it really paid off for him, all those championships he never won. Yeah, but he was a he was a badass player, dude. Do you mean like from a fighting standpoint? No, or just I like mean, as a player. No, I mean he's a great he's a great basketball player. Like he's just a great basketball player. Not saying he was a great fighter. The guy looked like a dang stick figure. Are you kidding me? He yeah. couldn't fight nobody. If you're but, a foot taller than me. And only uh, only outweigh me by approximately thirty five pounds. Probably shouldn't try to pick fights, Reggie. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Michael Jordan. He he did a good job of getting under people's skin too, because Reggie used to talk all kind of mess, and and he would like foul you and make it look like you were fouling him, kind of like what James Harden does. I do wish that he would have been able to play on a different team or for a different franchise. They came close a number of times, but 
Uh, as yeah. much as I've been dogging on Reggie Miller right now, I also, I don't think he's a good commentator, but I love his positivity. Uh, he yeah. seems like a really, really good person if it doesn't come to competition, uh, just based on the limited knowledge I have listening to him on like yeah. TNT or whatever. What I've, what I've heard about from people who have played him is just, he is an absolute pest. He is a pain in the ass if you have to play against him, right? <laughs> but but if you're playing with him, he's like you love him basically. Yeah, he does seem like a really good guy. So I should I should temper my I don't want to get in a fight with you, Reggie. I know that I just said you're a foot taller than me and weigh only 35 pounds more than me, so stop trying to pick fights. I, I love you, dude. I love you. I love you. I love that you and uh love you and Cheryl. If if you're listening <laughs> to this. Do you uh okay, but even more in a category of fighter who I think is out of his league. Grayson Allen is uh, is on my list of dirtiest. <laughs> more oh, so in college because he's not getting Grayson a whole lot of playing time. Fight. I've never seen Grayson Allen fight. Uh, it do you, I don't think he ever gets in fights. He's just the guy who's always trying to uh, trip people. He kicks them and tries to get like his little jabs in when nobody's looking type of player. He's like He's like how... He's like John Stockton, but not talented, not as talented. Oh, God. Well, of course, hardly anybody is as talented as Stockton was. But, you know. Um, He's the, the only the, one that doesn't appear on any of these, like, all-time dirty player lists that you know I just want to make sure that I mention. What? I just want to make sure I mention oh, that Grayson Allen's Grace a dirty player. A dirty player. Yeah, Grayson Allen. So I heard a story, my, uh, my friend told me that there was some player, I can't remember what player it was, but he said that Kobe was guarding him, right? Kobe Bryant was guarding him one time, and Kobe told him before the game, I'm going to foul the hell out of you, and they're not going to call anything the whole game, right? <laughs> and so he tells him that before the game starts, and he said, sure enough, he's fouling the shit out of me and nobody's saying, you know, calling anything. Like, I, I, I was laughing at that, but. Uh, I'm trying to find out who the player was. Yeah, my, it's just a story I heard from a friend. Because I feel like I've heard that story too. I just don't remember who it was. It sounds like a story like Richard Jefferson or maybe T-Mac would have told about him. Um. Do you like it's kind of a side side conversation question that I have for you, Stephen? Do you like that star players get preferential treatment as far as calls go? Um, no, but it makes sense, and it's because they're the most popular players in the in the uh, league. So, if you think about it from a common sense standpoint. They let those players get away with more stuff because they put butts in seats, basically, you know? Gotcha. But, like, do you think... But do you think people would stop watching or players would stop playing if, like, oh, I'm not getting all of, my, all of the calls that I deserve? Like, I don't think that you need to give them preferential treatment. Like, what... No, what you don't. That's the stupid thing about it is they'd still be better than everybody else even if you didn't give them preferential treatment, you know? Because, like, what are they going to go do? Go start selling cars? Like, open up, like, you know, like, 
Stockton and Malone, I'm in Utah, have like a bunch of car dealerships. Yeah, they're still better, you know, than like everybody. So they're not going to go anywhere. Like they're just, anyways, um, we're kind of of off topic. Sorry, sorry. No, that's no, that's my, I I asked you a question. You answered it. You don't have to apologize to to me for answering a question. We're off topic, dang it. Anyway. Well, it also goes into the idea of fouls being call, called who gets them. I feel like um, a lot of these dirtiest players, there are there are famous people that are on these lists, but a lot of it, like, so Kurt Thomas is on this. I don't know if that's accurate. Um, but what, Kurt what Thomas? This? I don't know. I don't know if Kurt Thomas was dirty. I think he he did flop a little bit, but he wasn't dirty, you know? One that I do, if you know more about this than I do, I'd be curious to to ask you about is Dikembe Mutombo. Was he like, it has a list of all the things that he did to people, but it seems like he might just have like a tall man problem. More no, than you know what? Dikembe Mutombo was, it was somewhat physical because his game was about defense, but everybody who played, who knows him, says he's like the nicest guy you'll ever meet. So, you know, yeah. everything I've heard about people who have met Matumbo or know him, they say he's the nicest dude in the world, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's just, they have like this list of, it looks like 14, 15 different times that he injured people or elbowed somebody. <laughs> he helped yeah. uh, Ricky Pierce, Robert Parrish, uh, Chris Weber, Robert Ory, Michael Jordan, Charles Oakley, Antoine Carr, Tom Googly. Like, and these are some of these people get knocked out, but a lot of these are like broken noses and cuts on the face, and like yeah, uh, yeah like, like everybody, that. everybody just kind of conveniently forgets when Dwayne Wade broke Kobe Bryant's nose. You know, <laughs> what do you what do you, did he break a lot of people's noses, Dwayne Wade? Um. I know, but he broke Kobe's nose and okay. he does have a little bit of a history of being dirty. Okay. I can't um I think I've I think I've gone through all of the players that I wanted to go you know who else, over though? soon. Yeah, go for it. A sneaky dirty player. Um another guy is uh Pat Beverly. Do you have like examples of that? Like when he, I, I know he's a pest okay, sorry, and like he's I'm annoying. Not examples here. So, so uh, Pat Beverly has like uh, he was the one that right after um, Westbrook came back from his, I think it was the ACL tear or something. Right, Westbrook came back from a knee injury. And and then uh, Beverly injured him in the same way that he got injured last time, oh, you know. Wow. And it was like, you're, he's obviously trying to hurt him, basically, you know. Because I'm more interested when it becomes a like regular when it becomes thing. a habit, yeah. When it's a regular occurrence and you're seeing somebody do it a lot of time. Because I'm looking at like his videos. Some of these seem like more heat of the moment than actually like so bruce bowen as an as is probably like the prime example of like a dirty player 
going and trying to undercut someone when they're landing from their shot. Somebody who had a bad moment. Basically. Yeah. Cause the, the, the videos that I've seen are like things get physical and then Beverly just gets a little bit more emotional in it. Like one of these ones, a, a guy, like he's trying to box out this guy and this guy's larger than him and kind of is on top of him. And then he gives him an elbow and like that just, elbow not cool pat and i hate patrick beverly just as an fyi he's one of my least favorite players so i can't believe i'm defending him right now but i don't see him yeah. as like a dirty player as much as he's had dirty moments so why don't you like him if you don't see him as a dirty player oh because he, he's he talks so much crap and like he's not that talented like i don't know where he he gets yeah, off. i think he does think he's better than he actually is oh i'm sure he does him, but to give him a little bit of credit he is one of the best defensive guards in the NBA. Do you have stats to back that up? <laughs> no, I'm I'm talking about just defensively and not everything you do defensively shows up on the stat sheet, you know? That's true. But he does pretty good for steals considering his minutes per game. Like he doesn't play a ton and he consistently is averaging a steal per game. That's pretty good. Yeah, he uh He's very good. He's very good at stealing the ball. Um, and I think he does it just about as well as anybody at staying in front of people, you know. I'm looking up his defensive stats right now. Defensive field goal percentage is 39%. He allows 53% from two. And that's a pretty good, that's a good number. 22% from three point. So every two, yeah, that's, every that's 10 three point shots. That's pretty good. But he does allow a pretty high – they're pretty efficient on scoring against him on two-pointers. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because they try to take away the three-point shot as much. It looks like what they're really trying to do – like, so perimeter def- – you're spot on, Steven. His perimeter defense is really good, and what they do is they try to take him down into the post, and that's where they attack him because he's small. So yeah. that's the only way they can beat him. Six one, one eighty. Yeah. Yeah, so basically he's trying to run people off the three-point line. I do, and this actually gives me a little bit more uh, love for Patrick Beverly, seeing that he was picked in the second round. I always, anyone who can have a long career in the NBA making good money that gets picked in the second round, I got to like you. Yeah, and you know who else was picked in the second round? I can name a bunch of people. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying another person that was like a big time, great defensive player that was picked in the second round, Draymond Green. And he got paid like Patrick Beverly hasn't got paid. Draymond made a good uh, Manu is probably the other example of like that. that actually, you want to know what, Steven, we should just keep what? focusing on dirty players because we should do a podcast that is the greatest second round picks of all time. Oh, right. We're getting sidetracked. Yeah. Uh, but okay. I honestly, I don't have a whole lot of other, like there've been dirty moments and dirty plays that have happened that I'm not, that I don't think signify that somebody is a dirty player. Like I don't even really consider Zaza yeah, to be a dirty player, but. There's a difference between like having a bad moment and being a dirty player. Like, can we agree, Stephen, that Bill Lambier is our least favorite kind of famous basketball player of all time? I I think. I think yes. Um, yes. I will have to say I really don't like Bill Lambeer. I'm seeing if you made an all-star game. 
The but, only reason I'm doing that, because he might be my least favorite all-star pick. Yep, he made it four times. So I think Bill Lambeer is my least favorite NBA all-star, all-star. of all time. I'll need to do a yeah. little more research on that. Like, I'm sh- like, you know, there might be a guy who made an all-star game and then went and murdered somebody. But Bill Ambeer right now, <laughs> he's holding the title of my least favorite <laughs> NBA all-star ever. Somebody murdered somebody. You That'd never know. You never know. Well, like there's, it wouldn't there's, be hilarious, but you know. Because like, there are people who just make one all-star game and then you never hear from them again. So I'm going to go Bill yeah. Ambeer. If, if you're listening to this, Bill Ambeer, you're my least favorite, <laughs> for least favorite NBA all-star. And Reggie Miller. Quit trying to fight people. You're six foot seven and 195 pounds, bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, oh. Reggie Miller more couldn't fight, but could get under people's skin. You know, like he he said he said seventy uh, percent of the trash he used to talk was for him. You know, to get himself hyped up. You know. Yeah. And the other 30% was to see if he could get in the opponent's head. So. Oh, man. I, we should do that list, too. The people who can't back up, like the people who think they're hot stuff but the, can't back the it up hold on the me court. Back people. The, yeah, the hold me back people. That'd be fun. I'm going yeah. through some of those right now. And it makes yeah, me- they always talk about how the NBA is a hold me back league. Like they all talk about how they're going to fight now, but they never fight, you know? Yeah, which it's probably the probably the reason that the main reason they don't fight is because they will lose money and they might get their ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, well, the reason that got nipped in the bud was actually because of the punch incident with Kermit Washington and Rudy Tom Donovich. So, have you heard of that? That's the one where uh, he like he starts bleeding profusely, right? Rudy Tom Janovich. Yeah. He gets punched really hard in the face by Kermit Washington. And he ends up having to go to the hospital and everything. And he, after, after it happens, after the game, Rudy Tom Janovich followed Kermit Washington. And oh. Did you see? I'm watching it right now. I highly recommend, because this is obviously not a video <laughs> podcast, but going and watching that. That's so, that's... He hit him like he was a boxer, right? Well, what's here's the problem. Uh, it looks like a couple of f- players are getting, in a f- are getting in a little scuffle with one another, and then Rudy Tomjanovich is just coming over to help, uh, like, separate it. And Kermit Washington yeah. just cold cocks him. So Rudy Tomjanovich is not going to engage Kermit Washington at all. And Kermit Washington just sucker punches him. Yeah. Who are you, yeah. Kermit Washington? You're you're not, let's see if Kermit Washington made a gonna check yeah. if he made an all-star game. We might have a the first time on the podcast People where Bill Ambeer gets gets uh, replaced by yeah. Kermit Washington. <laughs> oh my god. Bill Ambeer might get. Uh, he made an uh, NBA All-Star game in 1980. Congratulations, Kurt Washington. You're now my least favorite All-Star <laughs> in the NBA history. Oh, that's such a cheap shot, man. I don't like that at all. No, and and Rudy Tomjanovich followed him like into the into the like pr- a press conference after the game or something like that. It was like, why the hell did you hit me so hard? You know, like what what is your problem? Anyway, 
it was it was funny. He was just like that was completely unnecessary, you know. It, he's absolutely correct because Rudy Tomjanovich wasn't looking for a fight; he was looking to break up a fight. And Kermit decides to, yeah. And and honestly, I love that his name's <laughs> Kermit. <laughs> that's that's also fun. It's a fun little thing. Uh, I'm glad that you brought that up, Stephen, because now I th- he's now one of like seriously. I don't know if he has any other run-ins. He might. He's a good. Example no, of a dirty they, player. Players say, because I have a book about the incident, right? Called The Punch. And the whole book is about the incident and what happened to both players after the incident. Rudy Tomjanovich ended up winning two championships as a coach. And um, Kermit Washington, they say, was never the same after that incident. Oh, like he they felt said, bad about it? He felt so bad about it oh, okay. that players... He he says that this isn't true, but people who played against him said that he they felt that he held back after that incident. Interesting. Okay, then I know that I am being very very flip floppy here. Bill Lambier is once again my least favorite All Star in the history. Well, because Bill Lambier doesn't even Bill Lambier doesn't even feel bad about it. About like, I think he did. Yes. Yeah, he will. He does not apologize, you know, for how he was. So, screw you, Bill Ambier. That's how we should end. <laughs> uh, any yeah. other uh, any other thing you want to bring up, Stephen? Um. Oh, maybe the time that uh, Larry Bird threw a. By the way, I just want to mention as great as Shaq was. He was dirtier than people like to admit. Yeah, I I agree with that. But there's something about a guy who is seven foot one and three hundred pounds where I'm like, oh, nobody messes with him. Yeah, it's like I, I kind of am okay-ish with it. Like I know that Charles Barkley stood up to him, and there's that famous fight, Brad Miller, and then uh, who was the guy that he dunked on? Was it Tom? It was it Tom Gugliotta, that white dude on the Pacers. Oh, uh, who's the white oh, dude? Oh, was it uh, was it uh, uh, Smith? No, 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 no. On Dudley, that's who it is. Dudley, I forget his first name. Chris Dudley. Chris Dudley. He was played for the. Was it dang the it, Knicks? He was playing for the Knicks. He was playing for the Knicks. The Knicks, yeah. He Dudley. Dudley. It's not like Dudley was going to do anything against Shaq. He probably just felt. If he couldn't win the game, he might as well win the fight or something, you know? Yeah, because he was definitely uh that was a pretty insane dunk. But yeah, I do I, I do see your point. Larry Bird dirty? Like it's one of those things too. Like I am I'm more okay, like John Stockton types. Uh, uh I'm yeah. Michael Jordan. I'm more okay with people who are in air quotes dirty if you're also an amazing talent. It was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, I hate well, the dirty people, players that can't back people, it up. Most people ignore, like, like the thing that happened with Kobe when he told that player, I'm going to foul the crap out of you, and they're not going to call anything. It's because it's Kobe Bryant, you know? So Exactly. So, you know, people just tend to forget that Shaq was always swinging his elbows, you know? Like, uh, what they call in basketball clearing space, but really what it means is get the hell out of the way or you're going to get elbowed, yeah. you know? Yeah, 100%. And you know what you don't want to get caught by? 
um, 300 pounds of torque elbow yeah. hitting you square yeah. in the face. So get out of the way. That would have knocked some people out. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, any other things you got, uh, Stephen? Um, uh, I don't think so. How, how long has this been? Uh, I know we're at about we're at about forty minutes, which is fine. Like time isn't important; it's the amount of content that's in it. And if it's a, uh, I'm sure well, people. Are- right. I just don't want it to be like too short a video, so I was making sure that we were making good time. You know. Oh no, we've uh, we've uh, it, the way that it starts off with the pizza, and I also want to be very like wrapping it up with the pizza too. Like I want you to be able to eat that pizza, so I don't want it to be cold. It's I know that it's already starting to get cold. Um, I want you to have yeah. those delicious cheese breads as well and uh, enjoy the the meds that were delivered in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. No, no, no. I don't. Uh, I, I literally, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't actually care that that happened. Okay, good. I just was like, you know, great. It just so happens to be that right when I start the podcast is when they decide to deliver the meds. When my mom decides she's gonna show up at one oh five to give me the pizza, you know, what a I was nice like, mom, "Though, what a kind." No, mother. I, I'm not. I mean, no, whatever. I yeah, give me pizza, mom, please. <laughs> okay, and I think that's a great way to end it. And the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Give me pizza, mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. All right. Bye. Don't waste your time commenting, and from the looks of it, nobody ever really spent any time commenting. Do subscribe so that you can always get the new pieces as they come in. That's really all that I have, because there's nothing else to say. Keep being better, and looking forward to chatting with you next time.